0: The Provoke Podcast, brought to you by Provoke Media and produced by the International Broadcast Specialist Marketeers. Hello and welcome to the Provoke Podcast. I am Diana Marzalek. I am senior reporter with Provoke Media. The global pandemic, which we're very much still immersed in, has put healthcare at the center stage. At this moment, we're seeing the complex interplay of health tech, providers, pharma, policymakers, and other stakeholders at a global scale. And even before 2020, healthcare was quickly becoming one of the most compelling areas for public relations. With that in mind, we partnered with Real Chemistry, which was formerly W2O, on a new series called Healthy Bites. In each episode, we have a quick chat with a healthcare expert to provide digestible what-you-need-to-know to help the industry stay ahead of the rapidly changing healthcare, public relations, and communications landscape. And because healthcare touches all, every aspect of our lives these days, we're hoping these 10 minute conversations will be useful no matter what your day to day role is. Today, we have our guest with us is Emily Poe. Emily is Real Chemistry's Group President of Integrated Communications, and she is here with us to discuss the rapidly increasing demand for healthcare communications. Welcome Emily. This
1: is this is a great topic. I'm excited.
0: Well, it's a big topic, right? So <laughs> we're gonna mm-hmm. yep. I mean I'd like to start off with what you can tell us about the demand for healthcare because at this moment healthcare comes both in terms <laughs> of what the increase in the demand for healthcare comes, but also where it's coming from, because I imagine mm-hmm. you're seeing it from non-traditional clients or mm-hmm.
1: yeah, absolutely. And you know, healthcare communications has always been pretty highly in demand. Um, But obviously when the COVID-19 pandemic hit, there was suddenly an intense need for new, more different ways to communicate. And uh, you know, really about COVID, like how to get diagnosed, what a diagnosis meant, potential treatments, vaccinations, um, and then the science and policy implications behind all of that. But also when the world went virtual, not only did we need to figure out how to communicate about COVID itself. But healthcare, the rest of healthcare, like treating cancer, asthma, or multiple sclerosis or sickle cell anemia, all of those health issues still needed to be communicated about and now needed to be communicated differently. Um, and, and audiences needed to be communicated differently. So for a company like ours where communications was already living very much in the digital and virtual realm, we were in a great position to help our clients and, and their audiences navigate and we saw a great growth. Beyond that, though, with the increased and very needed and real focus on bringing equity into the mix, because health equity is central to all health, Mm -hmm. um, this is a place where we're excited to see companies now take a step back and ask hard questions and look for answers, and we're working really hard to be able to, to help them do that. So this is another area where we see high demand and we're excited to bring on board people with diverse experiences and backgrounds who can help our teams counsel um, our clients on how to truly support change that will have a positive impact on addressing health inequity. And anyone who is at all interested in health or in equ- inequity um, can, can't help to see the potential for the positive change as we come together there. So between all those and many other factors, we're seeing unprecedented demand and growth within our client base, as well as in other areas like digital health, um, where the move to being virtual has has created even more demand. So we've been in the lucky position to be able to be a bit picky um, about what we pursue and take on and, and what maybe we don't. And most of our growth today actually comes from organic growth within existing client base.
0: Hmm. Well, so um, when you talk about health yeah. equity, it, that can come from any company. That can come from policymakers. That can come from anybody. I mean, exactly. It's, and it's almost like um, you know, everybody says everybody's a, a tech company now, to some degree. I guess everybody's a healthcare company in some ways.
1: We we absolutely say that, Diana. Yeah.
0: But for non-specialists in healthcare, um, it could be a little bit daunting. Um, could you provide us with sort of a, a, a look of what the healthcare landscape is? Um, for those of us who are tuning in and need a takeaway, get a little better understanding of it. Yeah, yeah, I know. There's a lot of
1: lingo there, right? The right. healthcare landscape can seem confusing, and there's an alphabet soup of acronyms um, and lingo that that can seem challenging. And and that lingo that's associated with with healthcare comes for sure can be intimidating. Um, but but truly, it's no more complex than you would see in any regulated industry like uh, finance or technology or energy energy. And luckily for us, so we have Google, um, you know, for for all of us in general. And that's where actually where I tell everyone to start when they encounter a term um, or or an acronym they don't know. And that's actually where I, I for the last 20 years, um, have always started to wrap my head around new concepts. But, But beyond that, you know, I think one of the ways that makes healthcare communication seem even more challenging really is that language, right? The medical and scientific language that we might use. And so luckily for people who have majored in communications or English or Latin for that matter, um, (laughs) and whose last science class maybe was all the way back in high school, um, some of these people are really comfortable exploring language and and actually are some of the best healthcare communicators I've ever met and worked with. but for those who maybe don't feel as comfortable, and, and honestly, even those for those of us who majored in science, um, came from a scientific background, we here at Real Chemistry have PhDs and MDs on staff who love to explain what some of the terms mean and help us get deeper into the science. Um, we don't actually expect people to come here and know it all. We certainly don't. Um, and 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 also, a positive consequence of the pandemic has been that so much more of the general public has been exposed to science and public health work, right? So like two years ago, who would have thought that mRNA would be a household term Mm -hmm. Um, or, you know, antibodies? Like so many people now know that an antibody test will tell you if you once had COVID or if your vaccine is still active because you have circulating antibodies that could help fight future infection um, or understand PCR or how it's different from an antigen test. So people really have a truly tremendous capacity to understand more about science and health, than I think they often give them, themselves credit for.
0: Which is great. And also just the way the system works. Like, I don't know that Pfizer or Moderna or anything was a household name, you know, no. before, before COVID, right? And to just, it mm-hmm. really gave everybody an awareness of the process that I don't mm-hmm. think, I mean, we would have rather not had to go through that, but it's an opportunity to see the process that I think a lot of um, people would have never had otherwise.
1: Exactly exactly
0: so what skills are most in demand we talked about science you know i, I know you go from from mds to english majors mm-hmm. so what skills are <laughs> in demand and i guess there's a lot of pooling of um skills like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah i mean you know at it's most fundamental we're looking for really smart communications generalists um if you don't have a healthcare background so people who are interested and engaged in science they don't have to be scientific experts Mm-hmm. Um, but having an interest um, is, is enough, particularly at junior levels, strong and creative writers, um, accountable leaders who can lead internal teams and partner effectively with clients. And, and honestly, healthcare is such a broad umbrella, as you mentioned, that there, there are many areas of specialty within it that you can explore. So corporate communications, product communications, brand communications, issues and crisis management, social media, influencer relations, thought leadership. I mean, the, the list truly goes on and on. So people with relevant experience in those areas or interest in those areas um, could do well to move into, you know, what I would say is a high demand, um, but highly rewarding area. And it, especially right now, we're find are finding that people who excelled in corporate or technology-related communications uh, could give healthcare a look and be very successful, especially in many cases where those skill sets can be applied directly to healthcare communications, like within our digital um, health or health tech practice, our corporate communications specialty group, and our investor relations teams. You know, if, if you're intellectually curious and you're driven in it by an interest in finding new ways to make the world a healthier place, um, those really are the people we're looking for because that's what we come here every day to do.
0: Well, you sort of stole my last question because I was going to ask you if lay people really could make the link. You know, people are so um, looking for changes and interests mm-hmm. and everything is, mm-hmm. is in flux in terms of the industry and staffing. And um, could they make the leap? Yeah.
1: And we, we actually have programs. We have a program that we call the hybrid program that um, is designed to help people with certain types of backgrounds um, make the leap into uh, areas of our company. We actually do it within different groups within our company. So our goal is, is if you're a strong um, you know, communicator or marketer to find ways to help you grow and develop your career. Um, and, and sometimes we do that from people who who don't come from a healthcare background and we have you know healthcare 101s pharma 101s um you know pharma marketing 101 so so we work really hard to to try to make it as accessible as possible
0: excellent so once this runs you will be flooded <laughs> <laughs> Good, good we're <laughs>
1: for folks who might might be interested in working with us
0: all right well i appreciate the time it was a a fun conversation and to get just the big picture and we uh we'll go from there in terms of, of boiling down in the future you've been listening to the provoke podcast brought to you by provoke media and produced by the international broadcast specialist marketers